Yeah, hold that, please. Level five, thank you. Ah, you must be one of our new interns. Yeah, hi. Nice to meet you. Hi. Now, the most important thing to know is to attend the Biparsal Rise plug sale. The most important thing is what? Sorry. The single most important thing is to attend the Channelized Bing Bingus at the Biparsal Rise plug sale, and you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, that sounds important. Does work chat all sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever the mission, home or away, Enterprise helps over 120,000 people every day. With vans of all shapes and sizes, if you have a plan, Enterprise has a van. No matter if you need to rent for an hour, a day, a week or longer, Enterprise offers great rates for you or your business. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, hello, hello. Happy Thursday, my friends. Welcome to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. And of course, you can check me out on Drive for the rest of your life, 4pm. Don't be late. Anyway, we begin with England chat, football, obviously, and TalkSport's breakfast host, Laura Woods, who's completely baffled at James Madison's omission, great word, from Gareth Southgate's Three Lions squad. If you don't believe me, here's your proof. And it's a wonderful goal from James Madison. The whole kind of, is it his attitude thing? That one really baffles me. Mm. Or is it, is it what he does off the pitch? It baffles me a lot. There are loads of people yesterday, we were talking about um, James Madison yesterday, weren't we? Yes. And the way that he speaks to the media. And I was saying, I think he's great. And loads of people were going, well, he's 25. He, he's not beyond his years. He should be speaking. And I'm like, hang on a minute, guys. I literally do this for a living. I speak to these footballers for a living. I speak to a lot of players that are exactly the same age as him. And he is, is different, the way that he addresses the media is different to a lot of these other footballers I think he's got a really smart head on his shoulders and I just would love to see him in an England shirt and I can't understand like you say there 12 defenders you're taking 12 defenders why don't you just take James Madison there if you are picking on current form which he which he has said that he would do in the past and you're looking at who are the standout players for their teams at the moment in a Leicester side that is completely struggling James Madison is is an absolute bright light so I think it's a crying shame he's not in an England shirt at the moment now, England's Nations League game with Italy gets underway tomorrow night. It's live on TalkSport. Jack Grealish continues to divide opinion amongst Three Lions fans. Danny Murphy says it's natural Grealish won't be up to top standard right now. What is his capability? Is he reaching it? Is he maximising his potential? No. He could score and make more goals than he does because he has the ability to do so. What he's having to change a little bit is the freedom he played with at Villa. When he played at Villa, he went on a pitch and played how Jack Grealish wants to play. There wasn't really a plan. Now, there was more space for him playing at Villa for obvious reasons. At City, he's part of a team. He's part of a philosophy that he has to adhere to. He has to contribute to the team in the way Pep wants him to or he won't play. He can't play in the same way. Although, of course you still want to see that creativity and that skill and that flair. Could he have done a bit more? Probably yes. Do I think there's more to come? Yeah. But what he is now, he's part of a squad at Manchester City that's trying to win every trophy they're in. So he's not going to play every game. None of them do. And now Gundogan has done brilliantly to tee up Grealish again and the angle is tight and this time he drags it across the face of goal and just wide. Do you think it's a bit unfair, the focus on on your form, if 
if you have one or two bad games. I mean, I was just listening to Graham Sooners on, on the radio, and he says, you're a good player, but you're not a great player. You have too many touches. You haven't improved the last couple of years. Jack Grealish is a good footballer. For me, he's, he's not a great player. He's, he's, he's a good player who um, has got a big move and has yet to do it at Man City for me. I mean, I, I go back to his days at Aston Villa where I think they were in the, the Premier League for two years and for both years he was the most foul player in the Premier League. I see that two ways. I see it that you're having too many touches if you're the most foul player. And the reason you're having too many touches is because you're not seeing the picture quick enough. I don't know what his problem is for me. He, he always says stuff about me, but I don't, I don't really try to... I try to read, like, not a lot of it. Obviously, it's difficult, you know, when you when he's on talk sport and or the Sky Sport, it's everywhere around the training ground at times. But listen, he was and obviously a, gr- a great a great player, you know, and won a lot, but I know he has a lot of stuff to... I don't know what it is with what he says about me or what problem he's got. I know my own ability. I know before that he used to say a lot of stuff about me not moving the ball quicker, but when I'm playing for a manager like Pep Guardiola and he's telling me, you know, to keep the ball as much as I can and, and you know, he's have balls to take it everywhere. That's what I'll try and do, so. Listen, I know within myself, I always watch my games back and stuff like this, um, and I'm very critical of myself. I know that there's, there was games, especially in the second half of last season, where I just, I was, yeah, I weren't, I weren't at my best at all. Unfortunately for me, obviously, I come back in pre-season, I come back fit. Well, had a had a strong pre-season and then get injured on the on the second game. But that's what I says. You know, from now on, I'm just going to try and get my head down and and um, try and get that fitness back because I know that I'm not 100 percent yet. I've only I think I've only played one 90 minutes this season. But yeah, I think I'll always um, probably have people uh, you know on the back of me. Now, Eric Dyer has said the abuse suffered by footballers is so bad that his family no longer go to away games. His former England striker Darren Bent discussed fan abuse and how his father's friends would deal with certain supporters. It does come with the territory. And I remember, listen, my mum and dad followed me all over the country. And my dad always used to say that the hardest thing was when I'm getting stick from supporters, he's got to just sit there and effectively just bite his tongue and not say anything. Now, he used to take a couple of friends with him at times. Now, he'd be able to sit there because he was used to it. He'd been following me around for years. But some of his friends couldn't. So they obviously would approach whoever was saying something, say, listen, that's his family there, keep your mouth shut. But it was all kind of done quite dignified. If the opposition fans are singing songs about you, then you're going to hear it if they're, a large portion of them are, are singing it. If one person's screaming out while the game's going on, you tend not to hear it. But then there's also that occasion where if the ball goes out of play, you go to retrieve the ball and there's a, a few fans or a single fan screaming sack at you, you're going to hear that. Danny Murphy said sometimes you have to toughen up. I had it. I've been there, done it. I had it. My mum went to a couple of games, didn't like it, stopped going. If you can't put up with some verbals and some detrimental comments, then I don't know. You need a. I think you, you're either resilient enough to do that and understand the situation you're in, or you're not. It's what people pay the money to do. My brothers used to come and watch me. My dad, my mum. Some put up with it. My mates even sometimes they had they they share their opinion with someone else in a ground. They don't then come to me and put that pressure and burden on me. They just deal with it like grown-ups. If someone criticises you, Jim, in the street or, or when I'm out and about or criticises Simon, I'll say my what? piece back to them on your behalf. I don't need to come and tell you about it. It's like, come on, you're a big boy playing for your country. I know it's not ideal that your mum and dad can't, or your family can't go to every game if they, if they feel a little bit offended, but that's just the way it is. Now, Rafa Benitez, or Rafael, as Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle fans would say. 
has been giving interviews about his time at Everton, with many claiming it's a way of him getting back into the English game. Simon Moni Moni Jordan says clubs should be wary about employing him again. Brackets, get out your thesaurus. Close brackets. I've always had this issue with Benitez, not with his football acumen, because clearly he's a top-level coach. I think that he's a nightmare to work with because I think he back-channels owners, I think he's dissentful, and there's one thing managers pushing the envelope, because they absolutely should. It's not an autocracy. Managers should be able to push their owners, make them work hard, have a very robust relationship with them, and when the line is drawn, a manager should then learn where the respect is and not take it into the public domain. Can you imagine if Bournemouth took him on the pleasure they'd have there, having just seen Scott Parker be a dissentful manager? Can you imagine Leicester, with their change of direction economically, what they might encounter with Rafa Benitez? And you wonder if those guys in those boardrooms have got their heads screwed on to look at Benitez, not just the football tactician but the bundle of trouble that comes with it. But he's back in focus because he wants to be back in English football. Now Wales forward Gareth Bale has been speaking ahead of the game against Belgium which is live on TalkSport tonight. Spoke about maintaining his fitness ahead of the World Cup and how he's finding life in La La Land. Hey, yeah, I'm finding life in La La La. No, that's just me doing a Gareth Bale impression if he was American, which of course he's not. Obviously, settling in obviously takes a little bit of time to get settled into a house, families over, um, stuff like that. But um, no, I'm enjoying it. It's good to be to be playing games, getting my fitness back up. And yeah, obviously, <laughs> only landed this time yesterday and uh, time zone changes. But um, no, I slept good last night and uh, feeling fine. We have a plan in, in LA, what, what we're doing. We're not straying away from it too much, obviously, as every footballer wants to play as much as they can. But um, we're, being, we're being clever, building myself up now into, for the last important part of of the season and um, then hopefully then that should put me in in great shape for the World Cup as well as that. Now don't forget this Saturday TalkSport brings you exclusive radio commentary of Joe Joyce's heavyweight bout with Joseph Parker for the WBO interim title. It's live from the Manchester Arena. Coverage gets underway at 8pm. WBO number one, Joe fighting WBO number two, Joe. These two are no ordinary Joes, they're two exceptional fighters, and I think we're going to get something a bit special on the night. Joe, the juggernaut, Joe! I obviously didn't need to take this fight, but it's, the fans want to see it, and I think it's a great step up. Joyce is teeing up at Steve Gray, steps in and stops it. He's six foot six, he's 18 stone, he's ripped, he does capoeira, he can do backflips, he's a real athlete. Says to his opponent, here is what I do. Now you try and stop me. Joseph! This is a great fight. We've got number one and number two fighting each other. Good shot from Parker. And White's in trouble. Is he going to go down? He does. Joseph Parker, former world champion, of course. Fast hands, good feet, decent engine on him. There's a fight that I feel will give a lot of action. We're both going to come to fight. He should be able to box the living daylights out of Joe Joyce. Calling out Usyk next after I beat Joseph Parker. This is heavyweight boxing at its best. It's not just two guys having a fight, there is a prize. Now hold that please, level five, thank you. Ah, you must be one of our new interns. Yeah, hi, nice to meet you. Hi. Now, the most important thing to know is to Ertz and the Bypassal Rise plug sale. The most important thing is what? Sorry. 
the single most important thing is to work in the channelized bingbinga so the bypass will rise plug sale and you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, that sounds important. Does work chat all sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now, imagine them getting even softer over time. I'm here to tell you about Bowl and Branch sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. They're made from the rarest organic cotton and designed to get softer over time. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee, plus 15% off your first order with code BUTTERY. So head to B-O-L-L and branch.com today. Exclusions apply. See site for details. This episode of the TalkSport Daily is brought to you by Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Planning to hire or share a car or van? Enterprise is there every step of the way. Whenever and wherever you need a vehicle and whatever it's for, Enterprise can help. With over 450 locations across the UK, they're just around the corner. Whether you need a weekend rental, a holiday hire, a replacement car, or you're planning a business trip, home or away, Enterprise are there to help. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. And here's Fight Night presenter Gareth A. Davis. Wait, Goldstein, what does the A stand for? <laughs> it actually stands for uh uh. No, I can't say it. Anyway, here's Gareth. As we heard there in the preamble uh, from Frank Warren and David Hay, these guys are number one and number two with the World Boxing Organization. Joseph Park has already held that belt, remember. He lost it on points to Anthony Joshua. He's done 12 rounds with Andy Ruiz. He's had massive wars with Dillian White and the fights with Derek Chisora. He's part of the fabric of British heavyweight boxing in lots of ways. Vastly experienced. He knows that Joe Joyce is a slow starter. He's in the camp with Tyson Fury. We had Joseph Parker on fight night on Saturday night, gents, and he says he's going to do different things in this fight. And as Adam Catterall, my fight night co-host, pointed out there, he does have good feet and fast hands, and I expect him to get ahead in this fight. But the juggernaut is something special. And, uh, you know, he might not have the experience, and he might have more years... Uh, under his belt, but he's certainly primed to rise to the top of the division. I have Joe Joyce's marginal favourite coming strong in the fight. This is a real sleeper fight outside the big four in the heavyweight division. Anthony Joshua, Tyson Fury, Alexander Usyk and Deontay Wilder. This is the biggest fight out there. Andy Goldstein and I are getting near, aren't we, Andy? We're getting near having a celebrity fight. I'm at oh. 170. I'm at 175 right now. I don't know what you're weighing in at, at the moment. But I maybe would we love raise some money to see. Charity. I'd love to see that. Let's get it on, baby. Bring it. Well, that's it, gang. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcast from. I'm back on Andy Goldstein's Drive Time Show at 4pm today alongside old sneaker freak himself, Darren Ben. After us, it's Belgium against Wales in the Nations League. It's on TalkSport, presented by Hugh Wisencroft. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein TalkSport daily podcasts at first in the morning, so do what you've got to do to get it. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a good day. And above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe. Producer Tom, what actually does the A stand for in Gareth A. Davis? I don't you know. It stands for Hmm. I thought as much. That was a podcast from Talk Sport. 
The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.